This week, you get a twofer. Did you know I'm doing Instagram Lives every week now, also on Thursdays, usually about 11 o'clock in the morning Central Time. So the first part of this podcast episode is my brief Instagram Live. So I issue a challenge in this Instagram Live recording. And then once that recording is done, we go right into my interview with Avi Golden. Avi was a paramedic and is an aphasia stroke survivor for the last 13 years. Avi's passion is about educating others about aphasia. He works with a speech pathologist and they travel across the United States talking to others about aphasia. In addition, Avi is living life. He is thriving. Nothing holds him back from enjoying the sports that he loves. So listen to my interview with Avi. He shares his aphasia journey with us. He talks about disability sports and what he wants others to know about aphasia. Enjoy. Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So, put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. Good morning, Instagram. Genevieve here, and I am so happy to be with you today. Today, I am celebrating a double anniversary. What anniversaries do you ask? The first one is my wedding anniversary. Woohoo! Today is officially uh, year 27. So happy anniversary, hubby. And the second anniversary is today, the 52nd episode dropped for the Listen for Life of Asia podcast. So 52 weeks of content, of consistency has been coming to you every week and I intend to keep it up. So how you can help me aphasia community, send me more ideas. I mean, I've got plenty of my own, but if there is a topic that is important to you, if there is a question, if there's something going on in your world regarding aphasia, let me know, send me a DM, send it through Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, I would say smoke signals. I joke about that, but I can't see smoke signals in Austin. It gets a little windy here. So please let me know what you need, community. So that's my double anniversary. Today, while I am live with you, I actually have an interview that's being played directly to Facebook and YouTube today. I had the pleasure of interviewing Avi Golden, who is an aphasia stroke survivor, who is killing it with life. Avi was 
a paramedic prior to his stroke 13 years ago, and he is doing life despite his aphasia in that he's doing disability sports. Check out that interview with Avi on Facebook and YouTube channel. You're not going to want to miss it. it. He actually has a presentation. We showed some pictures from it. And in the future, we'll do a full episode just about disability sports and how even if you have a physical impairment, you have a language impairment after a stroke, another accident, another condition that impairs your limbs in any way, if you are motivated to do sports, athletic stuff like skydiving, scuba diving, notice both of those are diving words, interesting, water skiing, it is possible. So Avi shares a little bit about that with us today on that interview. So I'm going to keep this short today. And first, I want to come back around to the challenge that I issued for you all last week on this live. I asked you to identify what your number one communication challenge is, whether you are the person with aphasia or you love someone who has aphasia. This is really important in that it's using the concept of metacognition. Metacognition is where you think about your thinking, or we could call it meta-language, how you think about your language. When you are able to take a step back and think about, well, how do I get my message across? How do I get my message across to someone who has aphasia? Or how do I get my message across when I can't find my words all the time, or I have a hard time fully formulating the thought that I want to convey. How does that work? Think about what your challenges are, word finding, formulating your thoughts, actually producing the words. Maybe you have a weakness on one side of your mouth, you have a dysarthria, or you have an apraxia, where it's harder to put your sounds together into a word. Whatever the communication impairment is versus look at your communication situation. Is it with your spouse or partner? Is it with your adult kids? Is it with your younger kids? Is it talking to a neighbor? Is it on the phone? What is the circumstance? So you got three things to be thinking about your communication impairment, who you're talking to, and what is the situation. So taking all of that, can you narrow down what is your number one communication challenge? Once you can identify it, then you can, again, taking that step back, using meta-language, metacognition, analyze it. What can what can you do different? What can you ask your listening partner to do different? Break it down, come up with some ideas, and then this week, try some of those ideas. Reflect back, did it work, did it not work? Were you surprised that it worked? If it worked, rinse and repeat. Practice, practice, practice. Communication is hard even when you don't have aphasia. 
I might have made it 27 years with my husband, married, plus four years of dating before that, 31 years. We are still working on our communication. Oh boy, does he have the stories for you. But we don't have that aphasia complexity to our relationship. And you might. So I would love to hear your stories. I'd love to understand your challenges. I would uh, love the opportunity to share your challenge. Of course, no names. We keep this anonymous. And provide some problem solving. We can do it live next week. And this is going to be an ongoing option for you. If you've got an issue with your communication and you have aphasia, send me a DM. Let me know what it is so that we can talk it through. Other people can learn from your experience and what you're going through. So that is my challenge. How did it go last week? How did you think about your communication challenges? And then this week we are carrying over the same challenge. Think about what is the aphasia impairment? Think about what who it is you're communicating with, and then think about what is that situation. Are you trying to talk about what you're having for dinner? Are you trying to talk about a bill that came in the mail? Are you trying to talk about your complaint about a worker that has come to the house and you want something to change or do something different? Think about your communication and let me know in the DMs. Wishing you all a fabulous week. Stay cool wherever you are. It's only going to be 101 today in Austin. Woohoo! At least it's only 101. Take care, everybody. Good. Good afternoon. It's afternoon this time. Today, I have the honor and privilege to introduce you to Avi. Avi is going to share with us his life with aphasia and who he was before uh, his aphasia and who he is now and how he is thriving in his life. So without further ado, I'm bringing up Avi. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? I am terrific. Thank you so much for being here today. When you and I met, and I'm trying to remember, I think I emailed, I think I cold Facebook messaged you <laughs> because I've heard your name and I had heard your name from years back from my mentor, Bill Connors, who lived in Pittsburgh. And he was just a fan of yours and loved what you were doing. So I did cold Facebook message you and we zoomed and here we are today. Well, so Tell me a little bit about you, Avi. Sure. Well, you know, I have a stroke. It's 5, 10, 15, 16 years now. But before, I was a critical care and flight paramedic in New York City. And I was going to go to medical school. But first, I went to surgery. And in the surgery, I have a stroke and aphasia. So now, basically, number one, I'm working with a speech pathologist every day to speak not normally but close number two i am teaching with a speech pilot together talking about aphasia with ems or police or hospitals but also speech by students ot pt people with disability and also kids 
And then th th three for me, I love disability sport. Before it was sports, like not football, baseball, I don't like it. I like skydiving, scuba diving, hiking. So it was disability. So a lot of people who had disability came and together and helped a lot of things to do. Like, for example, No Barrier Summit is a disability sport for three days and it's amazing. So, you know, it's a really very, very cool. Neat. Well, I wanted to bring up so folks can see, Avi shared with me his PowerPoint. So we're not gonna go through all of it, but but let's talk a little bit about what did you enjoy about being a paramedic? Oh. Sounds like a fun and exciting job. Well, first of all, in New York City, it's about five, six, seven, eight, zero. Eighty percent is garbage, just garbage, just stupid, stupid, like a lot of time, a lot of people, one person go is eating gum and he she is in in my hair and called 911 like crazy but 30 30 thingy is very it's fast and furious like really you have to go to hospital right now so it's really very very cool so a lot of people love and me too love to go to paramedic to go to a lot of helping 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 so yeah so you're saying 70 percent you use the word garbage for, like calls, for, for non-emergent situations and then 30 percent emergencies and yeah and that's where you're really helping people yeah yeah so talk to us a little bit about your aphasia, Avi, and what was it like in the early days? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it's very different than where you are now 16 years later. 16. Yeah, crazy. So, so I went, so before I was going to go to medical school, but first in my head, I say, you know what? I want to, I am going to go to medical school, but first I'm going to go to surgery. Because like 10 years later, I must, must, must have surgery. So I said, you know what? Before medical school, I'm going to go to surgery. I went to surgery, and in the surgery, 1% or 2% has complications, and I have aphasia now, stroke and aphasia. So one or two days, weeks, I was crying and sad and because all I could say was Michael, 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 and I don't know who Michael is, but whatever. Yeah. So the doctor says, so doctor said, the doctor says, the heart is awesome. You're the best. Unfortunately, you have aphasia, stroke and aphasia. And I say, what the hell is he in my head? Out to the Michael, Michael, Michael. I said, what the, you know, that's so, well, just weird. How about that? So also I was sad or maybe crying one or two days because I'm angry angry with me because I said, crap, now what I do, I am, my arm is nothing, my leg is nothing, I am in the hospital, in the bed, and I have, and I, all I could say was Michael, so what do I do now? So, so basically, I am, I was, now I was working with, is a speech pathologist together, working every day, to get better and I'm still 
even today, still working with a speech ballet student together and is helpful. The other thing is everybody is different. That's the problem. I mean, the solution. So a lot of times with aphasia, a lot of people are not is music is very one or two words. And a lot of people is nothing. Everything is okay. You know, so. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, so. So I now I so I am working with a speech pathology and I'm teaching. So it's it's very good. And I love that teaching part. We're definitely going to talk a little more about that. So you had Michael, Michael, Michael. Yes. That was your output. For one year. For one year. (laughs) Okay. But talk to me because I think people are curious. You, you are very aware of everything. It, It seems from our conversations, you have been very aware all along what you could and couldn't do. What was your thinking like that first year when you couldn't get the words out, but did you have pretty clear thinking or just tell us a little more about that? So in the hospital for four months, mm-hmm. um, I was in the hospital for and one month, roughly. It's very, I have is fuzzy because I went to surgery and in the surgery I have a stroke. So it's fuzzy for one year, one month, one month. And then three weeks, three months, all I could say was Michael. And then later I am working with a speech pathology and it's like very, very small, very like dogs or cat. I, the speech pathology says, okay, I'm going to say dog and you repeat dog. And I say, okay, in my head, dog. And I says, my, Michael. I said, no, no, sorry. And I push and it's dogs. So it's getting better and better and better, but it's very slow, but it's getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I absolutely, I, I got you a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I love the strategies. I love how you're using your hand to count and, you know, I pick up on these things, but I'm trying to bring them out. So, because like you said, every aphasia is very different, just like your very different from everybody else too so absolutely but it's a lot of people everybody it listen to me for people with aphasia don't worry work and laugh work Mm -hmm. or work and laugh with a speech together and it's getting better you know sometimes it's worth and sometimes it's less and sometimes sometimes it's People are still, it's, is mute, not mute, but one or two words, but everybody is happy, is happy, like really working, working, really working and laughing and it's happy. Yeah. It's, oh, I gotcha. Because, and I think that's one of the points I wanted to make. Yes. You have to have your support people. So if you feel sad or if you're down, that yeah. you can share that with someone and come back up. Because I think, you, as you very well are aware, isolating. Aphasia yes. is very isolating. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, like, for example, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, this Wednesday, is Adler Aphasia Center has a play called 
fiddler on the roof and I am Tin Man. So a lot of people who don't is mute, they doesn't care. They are happy and say one or two words and they does they are not able to understand what's going on, but they doesn't matter. Just happy everything is happy because the speech pathology and people with aphasia together is making together. Sorry, do you understand? Yes. You are working together for a common goal, which is to put on this play. What is the name of the play, Avi? Wizard of Oz. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. And you are? Tin Man. Yes. <laughs> so I will, after that play happens, I definitely want to put up some pictures of you and all the participants at Adler and I have them on my list to interview as well. Perfect. Because Perfect. I want people to understand that there are community centers out there. Absolutely. And you got to get on Google to find yeah. them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, is a lot of New York City. I mean, USA, a lot, a lot of stuff. There and, are. Yeah, university mm -hmm. or college, a mm -hmm. lot. And other people, other website has like for example adler aphasia center is a lot of people who is a speech pathology and people with aphasia together is i don't know five ten ten one zero zero people together for two days so it's 100 bigger. people together one zero zero yes yep 100 there you go nice so, love how you did that you know, it all works. Yeah. So, so these 16 years, <laughs> what have you been doing with yourself? Nothing. No. Yeah, no. I know. You're just hanging out. So number two, I am teaching with a speech pilot together, talking about aphasia with EMS or police or firemen or hospitals around the world, around the world, like North, North, New, no, new, North England. Oh, it's Michael. You heard you say North. South. South. Africa. South Africa. Wow. Or England, or Israel, or Iceland. To, I was speaking with them. <coughs> so that's amazing, and I and I also go to zoom before after the stroke i mean before the viruses or after the after i was i i am traveling or zoom with a lot of speech pathology students or otpt students or university or college but also people with aphasia people with disability to speak about disability sports so it's really very, very cool as well. We're going to show some of your pictures from disability sports, but I wanted to just touch on briefly how you're working with a speech pathologist to educate a variety of professions about aphasia. Yeah. And how is that received? Actually, very good is because like EMS or university, 
hospital know what aphasia is. They, I under, they do understand what aphasia is, but the problem is, like the doctors and nurses or whatever, don't. Re First of all, aphasia is very high, like MS or speed, speed, other disability is lower than aphasia but don't but people who don't know what aphasia is don't realize that they are is problems so so i teach with a speech child together with doctors and nurses or pas or whatever and they understand more than before so it's good for the people and that's great 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 so, so they're being educated about what aphasia is yeah as well as maybe communication strategies, how to approach someone with aphasia. Yes, yes. And what would you say to, uh, if, if we had a professional sitting here next to me, what would you say to them that you, how would you want them to approach someone with aphasia if it's their first interaction with them? Like doctors and nurses or? Yeah, what? like if, it, if it's, say it's a nurse, somebody okay. just coming out of school perhaps, doesn't know aphasia yet. Well, they understand what aphasia is, but don't really know what's mm -hmm. going on. What? Yeah. So I say, my name is Avi. Before I was a paramedic, and then I have aphasia, stroke and aphasia, so it's hard to communicate. So they say, the doctor, uh, nurse says, oh, I understand. I, I, I understand. So what do you want to see? So I'm teaching for me, only for me, not everybody else, saying, so before I was a paramedic, critical care and flight paramedic, and now I have aphasia, but I'm teaching with doctors and nurses and PAs about aphasia. And a lot of, and a lot of people who know, a lot of people who have, who is doctors and nurses understand more than before. And that is awesome, really, really awesome because they know now it's higher than before mm -hmm. so, yeah and probably some very concrete strategies such as speak slower right simplify um, in the hospital turn close the door turn the tv off on or lower mm -hmm. talk to direct with people with aphasia directly not family or or friends because they know they understand they they teach they are listening intently so it's 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 good because they doctors and nurses are here with people with aphasia so yeah because a lot of times the doctors they have they are the patient is there but they are, are speaking with the family and that's wrong yeah yeah so because you're a person and you want to make decisions you want to know what's going on right and you want that respect of having eye contact exactly. and being spoken with exactly so powerful i love that you're out there teaching and you come at it from a unique perspective because of your training in right. healthcare. right it's awesome so powerful so, so let's do a little pivot 
I've got your PowerPoint. I want to pull back up here. I think I'm on a good slide. So let's see. I, I'm thinking this is going to lead us to where I want to go next. <laughs> okay. Some things that Avi likes to do. Hmm. What could those be, Avi? You want to give us a, a preview while I try and advance these slides? Oh, my. Do yeah. tell. So after this joke about, I don't know, three or four years ago, I mean, three or four years after the stroke, I went to Oregon, who a family who is my friend with me. So I flew to Oregon to or another state, Oregon, not Oregon. But anyway, so I, me and two, one girl and guy together is weddings went to skydiving and I jumped with another guy who is my friend and and is really very awesome is really it's awesome <laughs> yeah. that is cool so was this your only time skydiving no so one time two times after the, before the stroke and three times two is airplane and one is indoor skydiving is oh yeah yeah we have yeah. that here oh good so yeah so and a lot of people who had disability or friends together spent together are going to or a lot of indoor or outdoor so it is really cool that's neat yeah so let's see what your next picture is here so scuba and then you can so two people who has aphasia, one is Ed and the other is Art. They are go also going to the play. Adler Aphasia Center has a play. So also they love to go to a lot of disability sport. So in the winter, a lot of people and me went to New Jersey. No, Connecticut and ski or swim with them. So yeah. So cool. Yeah. Uh, let's go to another picture. And again, is a lot of people with disability, not just aphasia, disability yeah. have a good time for like sailing or gliding or scuba or hot air balloon or sails or, you know, disability sports, a lot of sports. And it's really very, very cool. And how did you get involved with this organization? Oh, so it's very funny. So three years, I was, I, I was in after the stroke. So I'm working with a speech pathology, but also I love to do a lot of experiments. I mean, speech people with doctors, nurses was working with me with experiments. I love experiments, so that's so. So I went to the experiment, and then I went to the. I went inside outside the hospital, but I saw in the hallways is a flyer, and in the flyer is disability sailing, not sailing, skiing, gliding. So I say, what the hell is that? What what I don't understand is disability. Gliding? Uh, first of all, I, I was like, what is gliding as well? <laughs> right. 
So I went to the website and I see it's disability, not just aphasia. I mean, not just ability. Is just a disability gliding. So I say, oh my God, what is that? So I went one time for me, only alone, went to sailing. And I say, oh my God, that's amazing. And all I could say was basically one or two words, like, you know, small words. So I say, oh, Michael, Michael, awesome, Michael, Michael, awesome. So I went to Adler Aphasia Center and I say, look, look, disability gliding, come. So Ed and I forget her name, her girl, guy's name, they, she, me and Ed, me and two other people, Ed, went another gliding. So I said, he, they said, oh my God, it's amazing. And that's the first time. To, and now it's, so I, now I spend time with the website and I see a lot of stuff and I join a lot of things and a lot of people not for me, but other people say, ooh, that's cool. I want to do it as well. So either together or separate, going to a lot of places. So it's really that's very, neat. very cool. Is, the, is, is this organization bigger than just New York City? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The world, the world. Wow. But USA is very high, is disability high, disability sports. But neat. yeah. Well, we, I will definitely link that in the show notes so that people can learn more about it because those look like amazing adventures. And also just saying, No Barrier Summit is a disability sport. So next week, next month, I am going to uh, No Barrier Summit in Oregon. I don't know. Every year is different state, a different city. So there's a lot of stuff, a lot of people who have disability have a good time. OT, PT, speech pathology students, kids, wheelchair, and, you know, so they got together and, and it's in the morning, skiing, snowboarding, hike, whatever. And then in the evening, people who have disabilities speak about their story. And it's so powerful, so powerful. So no Barry Summit. Look it up. It's amazing. Awesome. We'll link to that in the show notes, too. Avi, did you have this sense of adventure? before your stroke yeah be, before i love to do a lot of sports like i don't like sport i don't like football baseball i don't like it but like skydiving scuba diving whatever hiking and then i have a stroke so i went to the hospital and i see gliding i say what the hell is that and that's the first time so yeah, yeah. but before i did not i am i am I'm afraid. I'm so sad because I say I have no arms. I mean, it's very uh, gone. And I think I was walking with Kane. I was with Kane before. And it's, it's hard, you know, but they, but they said, I don't care. Let's go. Let's have a good time together. And so I go and yeah. And the rest of the story is good. So would you have any advice if someone feels like they want to try this whether they have aphasia or they just have had a stroke and they've got weakness on one side of their body what do you think but but there's something that's keeping them back 
is there any little piece of advice you could give that would help inspire maybe to find out more? So everybody different, but for me, I say, number one, work, just work, work, work with a speech pathologist because they are, it's, I don't know whether it's a speech pathologist and me are working, it's working or no, I don't know, but I'm working because I am not able to go to the hospital, the work. So who cares? Number one. Number two, how, how come? I mean, what, now what? So I say, look, I can do it for sports. I mean, everybody is different, but for me, sports. And a lot of people who has aphasia, sorry, disability says, oh, you know, that's interesting. I'm going to try one or two times. And now a lot of people are having a good time together or separate, but have a good time. So, yeah. So number one, work. Number two, laugh. And number three, have a good time. Like sports for me, sports. Love it. And within all that, you have a sense of community and you have support. You so you're receiving support. You're giving support and you're saving off that whole isolation thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So love it. Avi, thank you so much for coming on today and telling us your story, telling us about disability sports. I appreciate your time. And we're going to do another episode just about disability sports. I know. It sounds awesome. We'll we'll do videos, you know, whatever we want to do. That's, that's going to be another episode down the road. Thank you so much, sir. And hold on. And everybody, thank you so much for watching. I hope you felt inspired by Avi and all of the great information he shared with us today. Thank you for joining me on this 53rd episode of the Listen for Life Aphasia podcast. Before you leave this episode, I want to encourage you to head to dolifespeechpathology.com. That is our website. And on there, you will have the opportunity to sign up for our Aphasia Resources newsletter. This is something that comes to your inbox every week and provides you tangible tips, tricks, information, and content from each episode of the podcast. I hope you'll consider subscribing. We would love to get the information to you, and we work really hard to give you actionable information that you can apply today. Check out dolifespeechpathology.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.